Welcome to Tunnel Talk, a No Facts All Feelings Wrestling Podcast. I'm Allie. I'm in. And I'm Leah. Second time's the charm. How is everybody doing tonight? <laughs> Good. I had fun this week on Dynamite. Me too. I enjoyed wrestling. Yeah. Hey, I liked watching wrestling experience. this week. I enjoyed it. <laughs> to me, it what was if, fun. What if I came in and was like, I had a miserable time? <laughs> I'd be interested to hear about it because I do actually yeah. think there are things you could point to that's like, I didn't For like sure. that, that I'd agree with. But overall, uh, I was kind of vibing last night. Yeah, I, no, it was good. I think fun. the pay-per-view set my bar low enough that I was That's like, yeah, true. I'm having a great time. So, But although, actually, my friend Jeff was furious at something that happened early on, so he had a bad oh, time. So yeah, on Dynamite? On Dynamite. Are yeah, you going to yeah. weigh in when we get there? Oh, yeah, I'll share it. Sure. I don't I don't know what <laughs> it was about because it was like a comment in passing, but apparently Meltzer and Alvarez hated it. Really? Hated the whole show? Hated the whole show. Wow. <laughs> Sarah but just mentioned it. Why. No, she just mentioned it in passing that like she listened to them as she was getting ready, and she was like, "And they put me in a bad mood because they hated the whole episode." The whole episode, <laughs> but you didn't follow up to ask why. I was at a birthday party. I couldn't. We couldn't get into it. All right, that is fair because I was going to accuse you of not having beat reporter energy. I'm <laughs> <laughs> like some of us, <laughs> also known as nosy bitch energy. But I a, a birthday party is a good excuse. I'll allow it. Interesting. Well, I'm very interested to find out why. Because it's not like I thought it was like the best episode of Dynamite no, in the world. I, didn't either. Yeah. I just didn't get like my I wasn't feelings furious, hurt. So. <laughs> yeah, my feelings didn't get they hurt. Exactly. <laughs> All right. Well, let's start by talking about what was going on with CM Punk this past week. I did say uh, CM Punk has been getting top of the hour for a while. This is it, buddy. This is the last, I mean, for obvious reasons that we'll get into, but also even if he were still champ, I would not be giving him top of the hour anymore because I've had enough. I'm all demoted. But he's getting it tonight. So it's (laughs) it's all words, I guess. Okay. For his comedy stylings on Rampage. (laughs) It really is. Uh, Okay. So CM Punk uh, going into Rampage said that he had a special announcement about his health and the announcement was very confusing. Agree or disagree? <laughs> Strong agree. Every single moment of this announcement, I was like, where are we going next? <laughs> he came out and was like, very special announcement. He's teary-eyed. He's mm-hmm. like a Crying. sad, hammy boy, just so devastated that he won't be able to wrestle for his fans who saying all so this, much to saying all this stuff where he's like i got out of the car and i almost <laughs> couldn't come in the building i had to i wanted to turn around and run tail but i couldn't do that to you people and i'm sitting here like well you're really stressing me out yet again i don't <laughs> like at basically being like am i gonna are you gonna be like i destroyed my body forever and i have to retire and i'm crying and then i'll have to be like i'm sorry i was so mean to you last week <laughs> That was my worry. But yeah, I know I like I actively made fun of the move that he botched last week. And I did have this moment where I was like, oh, if that's if like everybody's hearing that and then he retires because his body's bad, I'm going to feel real dumb. But that wasn't what happened. That isn't what happened. He also did this thing where he was like, folks, I've got some good news. And I've got some bad news. <laughs> yeah. And then he was talking for a while about like, what was yeah, the good news. That's what I'm saying. So he was like talking was the- for a while where he was like crying yeah. in the parking lot. Lost and then he it. was like, now for the bad news. And I was like, what was the good news? <laughs> I think that, I maybe think it was him crying in the parking lot. I do enjoy thinking about that. I think it 
some point in there, the logic did become that the bad news is that he won't be able to wrestle for a while, but the good news is that he's not retiring. But it was what oh, I right. said was that it was like the bit in Arrested Development where, <laughs> yeah. the, doc- where the doctor is being like, he's all right. Or what is the joke? <laughs> There's one where it's like he says he's all right, and they're all like, oh, thank God. And then he's like, no, because his <laughs> left hand got bit off, so he's all right. <laughs> or he'd be like, I'm afraid we've lost him, and they all think he's died. It's like, no, he ran out the window. We've lost him. <laughs> <laughs> that is absolutely what this entire promo felt like to me, where it's like by the by the midway point, I was just like squinting at my screen, like, wait, what? It was happening? crazy. So he like spends all this time being like, I'm injured and I'm not going to be able to wrestle. But he like doesn't say what the injury is like or how bad it is. No. He's just like, I have to get surgery. And then he's like, and so I was going to relinquish the belt because like I just I wouldn't want to hold up all these wonderful wrestlers. And I just care so much about this company that I wouldn't give it up. But Tony wouldn't let me give it up because I am too special to Tony. Yeah, and that order is what's important because our friend yeah, Mary yeah. was like, I think he was saying that he wanted that he wanted he he didn't want to give up the belt, but he wanted like he didn't want to be the hold up. And I'm like, but he just said that in the wrong like yeah, order. It was like so, I came to Tony and was like, I'll relinquish it. And Tony was like, No, 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 we won't have any relinquishing here. Yeah, yeah. Well, he just needed another sentence that was like, right. so I like gave in to my fan my biggest fan tony khan and said yes i will be your forever champion i will never stop being your champion tony yeah but that was the whole confusion even crazier because it was like well he it sounded like he was keeping the belt but not going to be able to wrestle to defend it and stuff so it was just like he was going to be sitting on it but then chris jericho was like so he's relinquished the belt and we're all like wait both of them jericho and excalibur said it and we were both like wow that's not what I got the, from that's that promo at all. And then Dave Meltzer tweeted and was like, or no, Alvarez. Was Alvarez. It Alvarez? Alvarez, Alvarez yeah. tweeted and was like, he's not relinquishing <laughs> the belt. And I was like, he's not? What's happening? And then Excalibur starts announcing how, like, he's not relinquishing it, but we're going to have an interim champ. And here's, like, the complicated shenanigans we're going to go through to get an interim champ. And it was just like... You know, it was the craziest <laughs> half hour of television. <laughs> you know how one week we were like, Tony has his like excitement bucket where he gets so excited he pukes. <laughs> this is the moment where I imagined him actually stress puking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was not going well. And it was very like punk didn't say that, but commentary saying he relinquished it. Like what's going on? Yeah, it was so yeah. it like was so confusing that it became extremely hilarious to me. And actually, yeah. like I feel less mad at punk even though he was like I know. so bad I, just because it was so funny like it was so yeah funny. it hit a full it. comedy yeah yeah, it yeah. Full, hit full comedy and poor um scorpio sky they were like oh he got hurt during the match and i was like oh he wrestled <laughs> yeah i did I not know. see an instant of that match i was trying to no and just... it's a funny injury too no i shouldn't say that that's <laughs> scorpio sky's injury roll it back <laughs> i didn't say that that was it was immature it was childish it was peril but uh, <laughs> we'll get to it later, I guess. Um, okay. So, yeah, I don't think it was. I would not call it Punk's clearest promo, but. but it's like, I, I thought like, you were supposed to be good at promos. Like, is the surgery on your brain, <laughs> no. buddy? Like, but then, and then I like, it's like Jericho threw a little wizard spice on it. Like, he was like, let's make that fucking extra let's crazy. It, baby. Let's make it worse. Yeah. I love any moment where Jericho's like, oh, shit's going bad. I'm going to make it worse. Yeah. <laughs> then he I, had to tweet and be like, I misspoke. And it's like, did you? <laughs> I, honestly, it made me like Jericho more, kind of, where I was just yeah. like, that's such absolute wacko behavior but god <laughs> god love you baby you think like whatever they were saying like in their earphones on commentary must have been like so 
so crazy. Somebody in full chaos. Whoever's feed feeding into there must have been like speaking in such a high pitched voice where he's like, <laughs> no, Tony, no, 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 guys. You're just describing Tony. Guys, no! There's a special happening. I'm interested in what that's going to do to the recording. Um, yeah. So th- let's just say the upshot is just that. So Punk is on leave. And he got his surgery, which we got updated on by commentary during another match, which did make me actually feel like rip shit where I was like, shut the fuck. If I've I've never had a surgery update about the millions of surgeries that have happened in this company. Do we, do we have any idea what what happened to Orange Cassidy? Like, no, no. no. What the fuck? They didn't, he didn't go in the ring and announce that he was injured and I'd never see him again for the rest of my life you know, and everything would be meaningless. At least most wrestlers will go on their personal Twitters and tell you right. what happened to their bodies, but Orange Cassidy <laughs> sure won't. That man could be out for another year and we wouldn't know <laughs> until he came back. <laughs> I, I hate it here. <laughs> I hate it. But yeah, I was so I was rolling my eyes so much when Punk came out to announce he was injured in the first place because it really, especially when he's not retiring, it's just like Kenny's whole body was ruined. Like every wrestler in this company has gotten surgery in the last year. Like no one else is in here announcing on television. Like give me a break. Well, you know that we're like in a real bad place with Punk, where we're like, "Oh, are you hurt? Cry more!" Oh, poor baby. (laughs) He walked out here, so whatever. Shake it off, buddy. I feel like it's like I'm fine. I've been fine this whole time because I was prepared to to be to feel ashamed if he was like really badly injured and retiring, but. I think I don't really understand. I'm like, I think it's maybe like a pretty normal injury. Like lots of wrestlers are just like out That's for four months. They seem to be like yeah. pretty much all the time they're out for like four months. So. <laughs> like half the roster's out right now. So oh, I, I saw a list of who's injured right now. And it was genuinely so stressful where I was like, it's oh, like real depressing. Yeah. I, think, I think wrestling's probably bad. <laughs> yeah, I think it's not good for people. So. But they need it. That's the thing that whenever we get into it, I'm like, but those men and women it's the only way they feel alive so (laughs) that way so yeah whatever it takes i was gonna say what did we used to say on this podcast all the best (laughs) 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 it would be funny if we kept that bottom that bit up but specifically in a box we're like well (laughs) (laughs) punk punk surgery went well but all the best to mox in his family (laughs) I do wish all the best to Mox and his family. Always. <laughs> Who cares about CM Punk and his family? Okay. So anyway, they finally kind of got things sorted out. Uh, and so the way that we handled the interim champ situation, it's that we're going to have an interim champ. And then when Punk is better, they'll reunify the titles. So to that end, we had a battle royale on Dynamite featuring 20 of our beautiful boys. And then... <laughs> the winner was going to fight Mox that same night, which I do think is like pretty crazy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it I was know. really what crazy. If, <laughs> it would make sense to me if forbidden door was next week, but it's yeah. not, they have, they have a couple <laughs> weeks. Why didn't they do this on dynamite next week? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe that's why Melter and Alvarez were like, this sucked because it is like a pretty wild way to handle. Like it, it does kind of feel like, okay, so you had a, the exact like within five days or whatever of the announcement, you have the battle royale for the interim champ, and then this in the same show you have the fight with Mox. It, I'm not saying it's like it devalues the interim championship, but it doesn't value it either. No. <laughs> it's kind of 
Like, no. It's crazy. Yeah, we it gotta added- get this belt on someone real quick. <laughs> <laughs> and no one should be having to do, I mean, at least, like, he came in late on the Battle Royale, but, like, no one should be having to do multiple matches in one no. night. That's not but healthy. But Kyle, the winner of the Battle Royale, my son, Kyle O'Reilly, <laughs> uh, has so much energy, he can handle it. So he did an amazing <laughs> job. Claps. Claps to Kyle. Uh, yeah, so it's pretty chaotic. Uh, you guys want to just touch on, like, what was your kind of favorite stuff, most interesting stuff that happened? I fucking love casino battle royales. Can I just say that? Yeah. Like, I know. I feel like, has it been like a while since we've had a big one? Because it came yeah. on and I was like, oh, I love this. Like, I feel was, like I haven't gotten to see all my action figures in one place. Like, we haven't we gotten them a, all out we, from under the bed. We, we had a tag, tag team, team one. Yeah, because yeah. that's where Top Light came back. And that was fun. Mm, but that was that a while was ago, fun. actually. It was a while ago. And tag team it was not tag team is not quite as fun as just a full-on oh, I, and this I, one was crazy oh. too because they didn't knock people out like very quickly so at one point there were no just, it was like, full chaos in the ring yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> this was a very fun one. i do remember liking the tag team one uh so uh, i liked but it who too. knows I mean. but but this one was very fun and it was like a lot of kind of interesting different wrestlers in the ring together and i like when there are like some uh tag teams in the singles battle royale they like mm-hmm. rarely because i like just thinking the whole time like wow what if you have to fight your own brother at the end that's gonna be so <laughs> hard for you <laughs> yeah not literal brother i don't think there were any literal brothers in this but you know what i mean no I, there were I just also, one one set of you know dante was in it but darius was out yeah. so tag team partner your solo partner brothers brother, yeah. brother partner <laughs> I also liked in this one how like there was a good mix of people that were trying to win and people that absolutely were not. The guns <laughs> in Max Caster showing up <laughs> simply to cause trouble. <laughs> that was they were very fun. So yeah, that team up has just been like the greatest thing. Oh, so good. And I then I feel like the big drama was like Swerve turning on Keith Lee and throwing him out when he thought they were teamed yeah. up. Wow. Yeah. Keith Lee's outraged face while swerve Mm -hmm. smirked at him i know that was that was good good acting from keith lee especially and then swerve also glonked darby out of the ring and darby also looked like like uh, he was like going on reddit like my boyfriend my (laughs) ex-boyfriend threw me out of a battle royale (laughs) is he the asshole that's that's not a thing like darby is on the subreddit is he the asshole (laughs) is he the asshole Uh, yeah, I, you know, I'm very interested in a swerve heel turn. I'm mm-hmm. interested in like, as always, what promos we're going to get about it because I, I feel like it kind of made me feel like, oh, I don't even actually understand your character very well, as well as <laughs> I thought I did. And I kind of thought I understood a little bit, yeah. but I'm, I'm ready to go there. You know, take me, take me. Yeah. yeah. Bring some interest into it. Yeah. yeah. And then like. Eddie and Daniel Garcia really went right for it, which was a lot of fun. Those guys obsessed with each other. That promo that Eddie gave later, where he was like, (laughs) Daniel Garcia, I hate you. (laughs) Well, and at Jake Hager. (laughs) Jake Hager, I'm going to kill you. Eliminated by Jake Hager. I know. It is degradating. I'm so sorry, Eddie. You deserve better. This is the thing that made Jeff really mad because he was really hoping that Eddie was going to win the Battle Royale and then get to fight Mox. And I mean, really, like when you looked at who was in there, I do feel like that probably would have been like the most fun choice. No offense to our Kylo girl, but um. Uh, listen, I'm a Kylo girl through and through. I I did want to see the Eddie 
the Eddie mocks, like, I think that they would both be really good at being like, yeah, we fucking love to do violence. We're not going to carry this out of the ring and in a bad way. This is a celebration of our love. Yeah. We'll fight each <laughs> right. other for this. Exactly. This is a celebration of our love and our partnership. <laughs> I did want to see it. I actually, I don't know why. I guess maybe because of his pay-per-view match or something. But I, for some reason, genuinely was, as soon as I saw Kyle in there, I was like, it's got to be Kyle. I think he's going to fight Mox. And that's, I don't know. I truly don't know why. That's so interesting because I, we were talking, me and Sarah, my, it's me and Sarah were talking about before the, before it started being like, there's so many people in this that could have won. Like there's a lot of like people in that, that, that are ready to be pushed. But it was interesting that it was Kyle because he couldn't have known that this was going to happen when he put Kyle in the pay-per-view. Like that no. wasn't like, that wasn't deliberate. No. Like it, there's no, no way but then it, it was like he just had that in his back pocket it was pretty good yeah no i think it's like he managed to kind of capitalize on yeah tk old tk managed to capitalize <laughs> tony khan who fucking hates us but yeah who hates us that's no, another but in a, story in a span day. of bad luck for tony khan that was one thing that paid off yeah for sure. <laughs> well if you put like all your wrestlers in the pay-per-view you know you're gonna have some things to choose from <laughs> one of them might be able to help you later <laughs> uh yes so oh right and then so then later kylo did fight mox and lost which i think we all were like it's got to be mox has got to be the guy oh because i didn't say this earlier then jesus christ this is such i do think this is a horrible setup it's way complicated stupid as hell i hope this is why Meltzer and alvarez (laughs) were mad is that so the winner of the mox kylo fight was gonna go on to fight either I didn't understand this actually. I knew about Tanahashi. I don't know who Goto is. So I think Do I know that, that man? No, you don't know. I don't think he's don't been on AEW. So there's okay. a New Japan um pay per view tonight. Or no, this weekend sometime. I think it's this weekend. And so um there's like a bunch of things that could change for AEW's oh. for Forbidden Door, I think. Okay. So they're like having their qualifier match yeah. to see who fights for it. All yeah. right cool yeah no it was like a lot of steps to an interim champ because like it's either going to be mox or tanahashi or goto or goto yeah right sure uh yeah so i think that's crazy and uh whatever it is what it is but anyway kylo and mox fought we all were like we think mox is going to move on mox is going to move on it was a fun fight i liked mox kylo because lee i liked the way you put it if you want to say it yeah that like i think outside of the ring kyle definitely has that energy of like oh you're gonna get mad at me you're gonna get mad at me i'm just a guy i'm just a little, guy. <laughs> I'm just a little shit you could get mad at me i'm five years old but then like in when he's actually wrestling he does sort of have the same kind of like i'm a bulldog who loves violence that mox yeah. does and so the two of them were just like ripping at each other yeah just grunting and pushing I mean, <laughs> <laughs> which everybody loves uh yeah do you guys know that um you know how one time i said that kylo looked like a half-finished golem mm-hmm. but he's like actually like so beautiful <laughs> he's actually kind of like one of the, the hands of his guys did you know that <laughs> Someday, like, it would be so fun to, like, pick through our episodes and pick out, like, just the most deranged things that we say about our, per- our like, the people that were worst 
worst about. We should have, have like a worst brain rot about. <laughs> <laughs> we should do a two year anniversary show where we just like cut together clips of like Allie being like, this man is disgusting. He's a half finished golem. And then like a year, like give the date a year later. The most beautiful man. <laughs> the most honor. beautiful man in the world. <laughs> so sweet. I don't even really think that he. You know what? I can't get into it any further. So uh, we ha- we gotta move on. We simply gotta. Um, Greg, our <laughs> trouble son, Trent Beretta, oh my God. had a big <laughs> announcement to make on Dynamite, which and it made everybody nervous. Yeah, yeah, that announcement came pretty early, and both me and Sarah were like, "What the fuck is he gonna say to us?" And like, <laughs> we're like unable to like. I mean, like we've concentrated through the battle royale but then everything after there us were just being like is this gonna be is he gonna break up with Dustin on tv like on tv if he broke up with Dustin on tv i guess that at least would be like you'd be like oh this is a storyline we're doing that's fun <laughs> <laughs> but instead craig showed up he look, did look very cute i gotta give he did this look good. to he him did. he looked good and he was like it's national best friends day but i my friends aren't here absolutely crazy did not name those friends and the only friend that was named was rocky romero basically but that the it is like chiron said like member of best friends chaos and rapungi vice where it's just like greg are you juggling a few too many families <laughs> that chiron felt very like so don't at me don't at me <laughs> member of best friends <laughs> shut up uh anyway so he was like he said his best friend David, my friends aren't here moving on <laughs> like it's just like he's like i got nothing else to say about that and he was like i think tell me if this is wrong he was like i'm mad because nobody won in our match versus ftr and that sucks ass is that kind of what he said yeah yeah he was yeah. yeah he was like i'm mad that ftr didn't like i could have won that and nobody won that and then ftr came out and was like okay but like Rocky's not here so what do you what the fuck do you want us to do about that which was like one of those things where I was like yeah it's a fair point FTR yeah like yeah don't wait until Rocky's here to get into it yeah or I don't know maybe you have a I wish that there was like another tag team partner that Greg could wrestle yeah. with. If, only, that would be so if there was someone he could wrestle with here he's getting like these in-ring promos and Dustin's we've only seen him on BTE where he's joining the dark order or whatever because he has no friends anymore He's got to be hurt. Like, don't you? Think I have. I re- this week. I'm so degraded. I mean, literally today. I was like, he's got to be. He's I don't know, but the vibe is very much that they're like he can't be doing anything too strenuous. Uh, I don't know. We don't know. Uh, we don't know. Anyway, they should some, tell us. Why don't our sons ever tell us anything about? But the they don't. Literally, that's injuries. why I was thinking about it. Is that I was like Orange Cassidy and Chuck Taylor our specialist boys yeah. are literally maybe the only two wrestlers at that promotion who you know <laughs> will never put out a tweet being like this is the condition of my body yeah yeah they're Even like that's freaking Greg's put it Greg was putting his MRIs up on Instagram for me which was very thoughtful of him yeah yeah yeah. I mean, in a way, of course, in a way, I'm like, I love that you are men who are obsessed with your privacy. Like, I'm <laughs> like, I respect that as a fellow private person. But then again, I hate it and I don't respect it and <laughs> I don't care for it and I it's, don't like it. 
It's very like, well, you're good and smart people for doing that, but um, I'm nosy and I want to know everything well, about your lives. Well, it's one of those things where it's like, of, of course you don't want to tell the whole internet, but you yeah. can tell me. Tell us. I you can tell your mother. Tell anybody. Exactly. Do you remember? Do you remember when Chuck Taylor said that as soon as the Sixers yeah. lost the playoffs, he would start switching again? <laughs> yeah. Do you remember? That? It, the other day, I suddenly thought, wait, wasn't Chuck Taylor about to twitch and? Did I not even sign on and watch that? And then I re- I realized that I had dreamed that he had announced he was going to go live in an hour. <laughs> I was like, I never caught it. I so was in this really at. horrible cycle for a while where I had alerts on Brandon Cutler because I wanted to know when the D and D game went live, and so then I would just get a Twitch alert every time he went live, which was fucking all the time. And, <laughs> and every time I would look at the notification, and I was like, Is it Chuck? No, it's fucking Brandon again. If we were huge Brandon fans, we'd have nothing but content. No, yeah. We'd be so satisfied. Guys, should we become <laughs> huge Brandon fans? Is that the answer? I don't really see that for me, but... No, don't see that. Okay. You know what? Do you, would we call ourselves Cutlerfish? <laughs> oh, Leah. That's comedy. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you Love so that. much. You're welcome. Oh. <laughs> um, I do, I do want to ask this question that I left here. So I've this is kind of a think a think <laughs> think experiment thought experiment. Imagine that Greg Tramperetta is a child and you are his parent, and he's been on his worst behavior, and you're going to have to do something like take away all his books to punish him. Something my parents did to me, but probably Greg doesn't read. Child Greg, adult Greg, adult Greg. Yeah. What's the thing you take away instead? So I've been thinking about this ever since I saw you write it, and I think either one his steaks because all his Instagram stories are him throwing steaks into coolers or grilling or two his Legos. Cause remember on his birthday when he got like a big thing of adult Legos and he was like happily putting them together. I don't like the phrase adult Legos. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> they're probably also fine for children to use. My idea was uh, also, also the steaks, but also the dogs. I was like, he can't, he's not oh, allowed to feed ice to dogs. Yeah. If you took away that. those dogs from him, he would. Yeah. He wouldn't like that. Maybe, no, maybe wouldn't. then he would, he would tag maybe with Dustin twice. Again. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I was in, I was, my idea. <laughs> it's my belief that child Greg has a shoebox under his bed that he's filled with dirt and worms <laughs> down there, and he thinks I his mother don't know about it but I do and that's what I take <laughs> you've created a rich world yeah. for us and I love yeah. that yeah I have <laughs> dirt and worms Okay. Uh, oh baby got bucks okay so on rampage Uh, Mm -hmm. The Bucks fought the Lucha Brothers in front of their little hometown Cali crowd, and they won, but with the biggest heel move of all, they ripped off, was it, it was Penta's mask, right? Yeah. 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 I love, they had no interest in being, like, the baby faces of the night. They were like, no, of course we are the worst boys. But they got, I love that, it's like they did get cheered so much, which you could real. I don't think you could tell as much on Rampage, but on uh, BTE you're yeah. like oh you guys are yeah. getting the whole yeah. town welcome didn't you think it was like a little bit insulting though that we didn't get to see their entrance on rampage for their hometown crowd whereas CM Punk gets cheered for 10 full oh minutes God, like every episode of television <laughs> well it's contractual and they do uh, have to have those I, 10 minutes of cheering so I, there's no that's I just really bad contract work from the from Tony's lawyers 
I know. Get Mark Sterling on it. Get Mark Sterling on <laughs> it. Uh, you're you're very right. It is insulting, but uh, no. But I do like Leah to your point that they were just like, oh yeah, no, we're gonna we gotta win. We know that, but yeah, we're gonna win like fucking bad boys. Like, yeah, don't boys. worry about <laughs> the that. worst boys. Yeah, Committed and it was very heal. sweet that on BTE they were like Tony asked who we wanted to fight, and we said the Lucha Brothers because they're the best. And then they were like after us, and that was really <laughs> it's a sweet little like Aww. shoot thing. Clearly, that you guys are just like yeah, the Luchas fucking rock. <laughs> I love every time they slip and they like say something very sweet, and then they like try to recover, and like they're like oh we love that, we hate it because we're bad boys. <laughs> but fuck off. Their yeah. their classic great kayfabe recovery of we're heels now though. <laughs> <laughs> Well, they're perfect. Um, okay, and then on Dynamite, uh, the Bucks cut a little comedy promo where they mm-hmm. were in their dressing room chatting about how they, they want to win the belts back. And then the Hardys showed up because they didn't lock their dressing room door. That is comedy. And then <laughs> Jurassic Express showed up. And so it was all these big men, and they're shoved into the tiny space. <laughs> Yeah. It was like, you know, in the Royal Tenenbaums, when people keep pulling each other into their game closet yeah. and then they're standing right next to each other. <laughs> did feel like that, which I, I loved. Yeah, it was very funny. Uh, and I don't actually, I don't remember a lot of the content up to the point that I've written here. Is there anything I need to, they just were kind of arguing. Just... They all just want to be the best tag team. So that kind of about yeah. it. And then Christian kind of, once he starts talking, like it's just going to end up with him volunteering Jungle Boy for like 40 matches that Jungle Boy doesn't want to be in. So. And Jungle Boy, <laughs> honestly, like he needs to win an award because he never gets to. And I'm like, buddy, like those faces were genuine good faces where he was like, I'm yeah. doing what now? He did he some good hammy boy way. faces. Yeah. It was great. He looked so like, wait, wait, ma, dad, what? Yeah. <laughs> because Christian jumped in and he did his classic move. And like now I feel like there probably was a time where I was like, this is going too slowly. And now I'm like, no, it's actually perfect. Cause I could watch it forever. <laughs> I could watch it forever. <laughs> yeah. I could watch it forever. <laughs> was, that Christian was just like, we earned these belts. And JD <laughs> yeah. finally is giving him this look of just like, you did it. <laughs> you're not in you this tag team <laughs> and so then he volunteered jurassic express to be in a ladder match with the bucks and the hardys which he's concerned about maybe fear of heights we don't really know he looked pretty <laughs> horrified but we're also concerned about and why would that be quite concerned I'd, i thought that jeff hardy was going to a farm upstate i didn't think we were going to put him on ladders i thought that farm upstate was at least going to be like bte like i thought well, it was yeah. him, but <laughs> well i thought that the pay-per-view was like oh this is our last classic and i was like oh and and then jeff hardy will be allowed to like be a senior dog in, in peace <laughs> and maybe like they could just like trot him out the way they do arn anderson but like no <laughs> you, you know in um in the fox and the hound when like there's the old dog who like doesn't want to stop being a hunting dog mm-hmm. well that's yeah. kind of like we we're talking about it like this like when will he be allowed to lie down he doesn't want to. he doesn't he want, want to but he, he wants to die on to the s- job but i don't want to see I him die i don't want to know and i'm like worried like it's one of those things where i'm like he didn't do a good job in a regular match i don't think we should put him back on a ladder yeah, yep. well, we didn't even say last week because, like, it came out after we recorded last week, but he had, like, a horrible concussion, like, early in the match, and he doesn't remember any of the match, so that's why they were, like, telling him where to go and what to do because he was, like, I did should have been in a hospital. I did, like, Matt Hardy's thing where he was, like, 
and thank God the Bucks are the Bucks because yeah. <laughs> they just well, and then he through. also added, and thank God we're us. I think he added <laughs> yeah. to that. Right. So. Well, I Classic focused on the part of the quote that I liked. <laughs> right. I also well, did like that he was like, thank God for the 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 best workers in the biz, the Bucks. Yeah. It is true that it is like, can you imagine having a concussion and stumbling around and not really knowing where the ceiling is? And your brother's like, go do a moonsault. And then you do manage to do it. Like, no. Do I think Jeff Hardy should have done it? No. No. I think they probably should have pulled him. But it is impressive that Cedar Dog can hunt. (laughs) Actually, when I was 10, I got a concussion and my mom was like at the store or something. And my dad was like out in the back 40, like cutting the grass. And my brothers thought it was hilarious because they'd ask me questions. I didn't know the answers to them and they didn't (laughs) alert anyone. And my mom was super mad when she got home. (laughs) It does. I think on this podcast, we talked about, we were like that one point in the match where like Nick was just like whispering to Jeff and we were just like oh that's crazy but now i'm kind of like well that's really sweet nick just really checking in with him uh all right so so this is going to be a three-way tag again right yeah okay and it's and it's a title match so anybody can and it's a title match so i will just i i was looking at my cage side seats recap which i barely looked at because i thought i'll just bring false information to the table i just won't like (laughs) fact check stuff this time it doesn't matter to me anymore um but what they were saying because the bucks had been like we want those titles so they were like they could be trying to get the titles on the bucks so that the bucks like have a reason to have a match at the forbidden door pay-per-view and then they also said that the hardys are wrestling at triple mania and so if they had the belts maybe that would be good for this uh triple a show so their point was it's kind of anyone's game which was interesting to me because not that I thought it wasn't anyone's game. I was kind of like, it's kind of no one's game to me. I, I don't really know what we're doing here. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah. These tag team titles is just like, Lord, no. Like if the Hardys won, it would be crazy, but someone. like it easily could happen. Like, I know. I don't know. I, when you put this quote in, I was genuinely kind of shocked because I was like, oh, they like, you think, do you think either one of these people can win? Because <laughs> I was kind of like, I mean, my beloved Bucks deserve the world, but they don't need the titles again. And then I was like, the the Hardys, the Hardys. Have, the <laughs> Which Hardys one of them is gonna the climb the ladder? I'm like, that's climb all the way up the, the ladder. Yeah, like it's like if Tony gave CM Punk the title, and then like I know he's now he's on rest bed leave or whatever, <laughs> but then weeks later gave the Hardys the title, I would be like, someone's gotta intervene. Someone yeah. needs to have an intervention with this man. Yeah, seriously. I don't know. I, I don't. don't think, I don't think either of them should. I would yeah. be shocked if they didn't retain. But like, also, like, Lord knows. It's really disappointing because I, I loved for the pay per view match, feeling so excited about the prospect of someone else winning those belts, being like the perfect team is here yeah. to win. Yeah. And uh, you know, guys, you know, I would fucking love watching the Bucks with the belts. Like it. Yeah. The fact is. I, I can't defend myself. Yes, I would love it. And I wouldn't, I would just simply be happy. But <laughs> I agree, they don't need them because the Bucks I know, can and they had them the so belts. recently. They like, can do it yeah. without the be silly. Yeah. It would be silly. Again, yeah, I'd have the time of my life. But no, they shouldn't <laughs> get them. Of course, I would love it. Of course, we'd all have fun, but it would this be a stupid like me. I've decision. Like, I've like already eaten 17 sliders, and it's like, yeah, I'd love another slider. Should I have it? No. I'm really full. I feel kind of sick, but like, yeah, I would.
would eat one, obviously, and I would love eating it. That's how I feel about this. Okay. Uh, Hangman had his first post-pay-per-view fight against a man named David Finlay. Uh, don't know anything about him. He's German, I think. So I guess I knew something. <laughs> I felt very like, oh, another man. Like, how many men are in this division now? It's ridiculous. You know, I will say that a problem we're having right now is because they are introducing New Japan men. Oh, my God. We didn't even talk about Will Ospreay. Looks like a bully. Well, that's it. Uh, <laughs> you should do the full thing you said in the group chat because it was dead on. And I have not had any takes on Will Ospreay because it's the only one that matters. I the did only say, one. <laughs> I did say Will Ospreay that he looked like he should be a famous youtuber who does like skits <laughs> where he bullies gay people and gets in trouble and then apologizes <laughs> to gay people it exactly looks like that's what he's famous for homophobic <laughs> bullying he has to apologize for yep correct <laughs> oh man uh okay but no but so the thing that's confusing now is that yeah they're introducing all these new japan men but I can't always distinguish between like men that I'm meeting because they're in New Japan and men I'm meeting because they're in our promotion. <laughs> I know. Yeah. It's so just every like... man I meet, I'm like, do I need to learn your name? I don't know. <laughs> Get back to me in July. And if you're still here, then I'll learn your name. That's where I'm at. I think that's very fair. <laughs> anyway, uh, Adam Cole was on commentary with his brand new belt. And he was pretty intensely focused on... I hate Hangman so much. So he was like doing this, like kind of building David Finlay up to knock Hangman down, which I thought was very effective. I thought it was really effective because I also had the experience of being like, I don't know who this man is and I don't really care. And I was like, surely Hangman's not going to lose his first match post like post losing the title. So it was also like not really a match with like much like, I don't know, in jeopardy. But, like, Adam Cole's attitude on commentary made it so enjoyable. Like, every time he was just openly rooting for David Finley and being like, yeah, obviously he should murder Hangman. (laughs) (laughs) We should all just kill Hangman. Uh, He did. And then sometimes there were, like, long stretches, actually, where I was like, wow, Adam Cole's, like, kind of not really talking. And then they just cut to him, and he'd just be sitting there with this look on his face, just like, I'm so (laughs) mad right now. And I, to me, that was effective. I liked it a lot. Uh, Hangman did win, and then he cut a little promo about how apparently he doesn't get to join the challenge for the interim title, but instead he is going to make a bid for, am I right about this, the IWGP belt? Yeah, remember when we first started this podcast and we couldn't rename, remember the name of that belt, and we were just like, I don't know, probably like it's ca- probably called the New Japan American <laughs> Belt. <laughs> and like multiple was... people were like, it's not called the American Belt, you ding dongs. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> we think about how much smarter we've got. Not smarter. So, we're still pretty stupid, but we have retained more well a certain amount of information. Yeah, you're right. It's a distinction. Uh, anyway, and then so Hangman gave his little speech, and then Adam Cole hopped off commentary and was like, "Are you f- fucking kidding me with Isn't this that- shit? You're a fucking loser." <laughs> the delivery on the "Are you kidding me?" was so, so good. good. I love it's very good too because like Hangman was very intense in his promo. Like I thought it was a really good promo from him, but um, the Adam Cole thing feels so much more one sided. It's like Adam Cole has decided that Hangman's his nemesis, and Hangman's like, "Who are you?" Like, okay, buddy, like that's fine. Well, as you guys all know, because I say it 
kind of like more and more frequently every single week. I'm having my Kenaissance. Like kind of all I think about <laughs> is like Kenny Omega. When will Kenny Omega come back to me? Like when will I see my sweet boy Kenny Omega again? But so I was thinking about that when I was watching this little back and forth between Hangman and Adam Cole because Adam Cole has really fixated on Hangman as like you are my nemesis. You are my specific nemesis. You and I are locked in on each other. Like neither can live while the other survives. And Hangman is like, oh, Kenny is my nemesis. Actually, <laughs> Kenny is like my nemesis where he's like my everything. Like I revolve around him. He revolves around me. Uh, mm-hmm. And all I can think about now is just that when Kenny comes back, the situation, we, and we've been saying it for like six months and like even month one, we were like, the situation is explosive, but the mm-hmm. explosives have been layered. Okay. Yeah. And there are a lot That's of layers of explosives now. The mm-hmm. situation with like after the pay-per-view when like the Bucks posted the picture of like them and Hangman mm. on their Twitter, which like, you know, with the Bucks, I think you can always do a little like it's sometimes, you know, the shoot K5 line is like pretty weird sometimes. But like that feels like the dynamic of their relationship right now is that like the Bucks are like, we've got a truce with Hangman. Adam Cole is like technically aligned with the Bucks, but like the second Kenny gets back, the whole thing is going to get fucking thrown into like mm-hmm. crazy town. And th- because this is a new reason that it will be, because I think Adam Cole genuinely will be like, are you, f- you're fucking kidding me. You have a nemesis already. You have another <laughs> nemesis. You care more about Kenny than you care about me. Mm-hmm. To me, that is like, I cool. know. It- <laughs> I know. And I think Adam Cole, it's so interesting because he's always in this situation where he like, he has so many boyfriends, but they're all in pairs with each other. And he's never the most important one to anyone, which is uh, pretty great. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Hey, I just think it's neat. (laughs) (laughs) And in this one too, we got to see Hangman do some beautiful buckshot lariats easily and with ease. I know. When I watched him. No one could botch them. I know. When I watched him land it, I was just genuinely like. And that's how you do it. And that's how you do it, actually. (laughs) Uh, Hangman is the goat. He's not the goat. He's kind of the goat. He's the goat of certain things. He's the goat of certain things. He's a goat. (laughs) He's a goat goat of my heart. He's a goat of emotional. He's an uh, emotional goat. He's an emotional goat. We got there. (laughs) I don't think anyone is going to be mad about what just happened here. Let's move on to something that... Uh, sexually aroused me. <laughs> Marina, Marina Shafir and Thunder Rosa cut I, what I guess was supposed to be kind of an aggressive like pre-fight promo on Dynamite to like get us ready for the match later that night. Except that Marina Shafir showed up in this like angelic little like cottagecore dress. And what she said to Thunder Rosa, I must be allowed to read it. You should, yes. but make sure you do the like the low seductive tone I of it. I don't know that I can, but I'll try. Please. She got nose to nose with her. Thunder Rosa looked amused. Marina Shafir says, I would like to be your problem. And I'm asking you if you can solve me. That's exactly it was it was exactly and Thunder Rosa did this thing where she did like do a double take for a second where she was just like, oh, Oh, right, wow. like, what are we doing here again? What is this about again? I would like to be your problem, and I'm asking 
if you can solve me. <laughs> like, and I'm asking that if was, you can solve me. That was extreme that was phone sex month. voice that you just <laughs> Yeah, but that's what she was doing kind of. That did, she had that like, oh my God, it was crazy. I, I've ne- I kind of feel like I've like never heard anything that crazy on wrestling before, which isn't right. I know that, but it's it was a, it's a top five, top ten little statement. It was so sensual. Mm-hmm. I was really taken to the moon. And it's really crazy for her name to be Marina, and she's decided that she's the problem, and it's how do you solve a problem like Marina? I know oh, Leah hasn't seen yeah. The Sound of Music oh my God, and refuses Leah, to. I forget we about that all the time. I can't, I, can't, I can't be berated about this again. The movie is 16 hours long. Maybe. Well, just think how much more you would understand Marina Shafir. And, yeah. Uh, Leah and I are going on a little trip next week. Maybe Leah will be forced to watch this. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's your assignment. There you go. After the Golden Warriors game. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be up all night. <laughs> um, yeah. So then later that night, they had their match. And... Marina Shafir, I think we all commented on this because we had watched a video recently of like Jade and uh, Red Velvet practicing with Brian Danielson and they were just like wearing their normal workout clothes. And at the time, I think we all were kind of like, wow, I love when I see the women in their normal workout clothes. So cool. Mm -hmm. Marina Shafir just shows up to wrestle in like, I know they're like nice workout clothes, but still the vibe is just like, yeah, it's just like my tights and my sports bra bra and leggings, you know? Yeah. I'm trying to be like a filth monster, but like, it's so hot. It's It's so good so mm-hmm. fucking hot it's so much hotter than literally anything else that you can wear actually that's, yeah. <laughs> kind of it knots yeah. for gays because yeah. it's june baby <laughs> finally <laughs> our time to shine <laughs> uh yeah and so that and then uh thunder rosa was in her kill bill outfit so which also yeah. was pretty good yeah I, it's i like you know it wasn't quite as, as much regular yeah. workout clothes, but it was closer to regular workout clothes than like most was. women's gear out there. Like it was much more like sports variety, which yeah. I liked. And they, I thought it was a good match. Uh, yeah, you I did know, too. as always, mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't fucking know anything, but they looked like really cool. Marina Shafir yeah. in the middle. I was just like, Marina Shafir is here from like MMA or something, right? Yeah, because mm-hmm. she looks, she's a pretty natural vibe to yeah. the untrained yeah. eye. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know. I feel like she'd be. I hope they keep this going because she'd be such a good feud for Thunder Rosa. Like, I know. Love the I vibes. Love the wrestling. That moment after they won, when Thunder Rosa like stood up and like raised her hand, and then the camera cut to Marina who was slumped against the ropes, and she was just looking up at Thunder Rosa. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "What's happening right now on my television screen is." insane marina shafir came to fuck (laughs) absolutely like it's kind of the vibe was that like she's confused that they kind of got in the ring at all a little bit she's like yeah i showed up in like my beautiful dress like i was trying to kind of go on a date but like if you want to fight on the date that's okay but it's a date it's a fuck date definitely a date yeah uh she wants to be your problem can you solve her she wants to know can you solve her? <laughs> it's the sexiest tagline anyone has ever 
had. Yeah. Kind what you of. S- what you said in the schedule was, "I'm just a girl standing in front of another girl <laughs> asking if you can solve me," <laughs> which is, I think I've like now said it like 20 times, but I'm just like literally that's like what art is about. Like all <laughs> art is just a person being like, "I'm a problem." Can you solve me? Are you willing to solve me? Are you the and, person that can solve me? I'm electrified. S- Hello. <laughs> At some point we should like rank our top like insane wrestling promo thing. It'd be like like this would be right up there like Eddie saying that um his mother doesn't have grandchildren oh, yeah. because of Mox and that he's right. trying to get rid of him with pills and booze and women. Yeah, you know, that's right up there. The hardest thing about that that assignment for us, which I do think we should do, is that almost any time you're like, I should make a list of like the top times such and such thing happened. You can Google it on Al Gore's internet and find other people talking about it. And the craziest thing about wrestling is that I don't think I would find that many people being like, yeah, these were like the craziest promos <laughs> and they think they're crazy for the same reasons that I think. They're crazy. <laughs> I know. Do you know what it's, I mean? Like, right. I, just, like I do know exactly what you mean. Yeah. No one else is doing this work. That's, yeah, yeah no. that's why our podcast is so important. It's <laughs> true. so true. Heritage if, podcast. If we Googled like <laughs> top five craziest promos, it would be like somebody being like, yeah, and then this one where he's like, I'm a mad dog and I'm very angry. And, blah, blah, blah. and we'd be like, that's like, nothing to me. What that like, is is Cody nothing. left his boot in the ring. Oh like, my God. Oh. Yeah. Oh my God. The Ethan Page Darby Allen promo. Yes. That's oh. another one. Top. Yeah. It's like, we, yeah, we really can, we can really only do it for like, since we started watching wrestling at our promotion, but like in yeah. that time, there have been quite a few that really we've heard took some it. Stuff. We've heard yeah. some stuff. I've grown as a woman. I'm willing <laughs> to say. <laughs> I have become a different woman in the time we've been watching wrestling. Uh, okay. Let's, oh, right. And Tony Storm came out. Thunder Rosa won. Marina was beating her up. Tony Storm came out to like help Thunder Rosa and then did the the classic thing where she like picks up the belt to hand it back to her, but she holds the belt for a little too long. Like, I wish I had a belt. And so they're going to fight at some point. Great. Uh, we got to move on just because I don't want to talk about it really. Do you want to say something about it? You can if you want. No, no we've said the important things. We've said too much already. No, yeah. Like, like you I mean, obviously. We could talk Tony for another Storm. 20 minutes about how gay that yeah. was, but sure, yeah, we can move <laughs> no. T- Tony Storm does need to, I, I must say it actually, uh, Tony Storm does need to make sure that her foundation on her face matches her tan because <laughs> the effect right now is pretty crazy. <laughs> pretty pale you know, face, pretty tan body. Sometimes wrestlers really struggle with the, the evenness of their tan across all of their body. Yeah, and kind of like more often than not, actually. More often than not, yeah. It's a tricky balance. Um, okay, Wardlow cut a promo on Dynamite about wanting to fight Scorpio Sky for the TNT title. Scorpio, as I uh, m- briefly mentioned earlier, and I wasn't sympathetic about it, and I apologize <laughs> for that in the notes app. I write a little notes app apology about that. <laughs> Of course it is serious. He uh, broke his dick. <laughs> is that right? I think in a match on television that we did not witness. So he strained his groin muscle, but I've been okay, calling it. Muscle. He broke his dick oh. muscle. Yeah, like fifty of one, half dozen. <laughs> fifty of one, half a dozen of the other is the funniest thing. <laughs> They're, both They're both half, and you know what I meant. <laughs> okay, so Scorpio Sky is out of commission because of his. Dickish. 
but he didn't come on to uh, announce his dick injury on the air and tell us about an interim TNT title. So I don't even know what we're doing here. It would be so fucking funny if they had to do another interim <laughs> TNT title if they just unified it. I know. Oh my well. god. I really think it's like let's. I don't know, Tony. Lean into it. Let's fucking whack the belts <laughs> up. I guess. Like let's, let's make it crazy a, in there. Do a behind the scenes thing at like Tony Khan's like convalescent home for wrestlers, and we just see all of them in their <laughs> little beds. <laughs> I want to see around. that BTE sketch so bad. They're just all in their little hospital beds, and <laughs> someone is being the. Someone has to be the the nurse going around mm-hmm. in a little nurse outfit, like a World War Two nurse outfit. Yeah, it's like Wardlow vision. maybe. Yeah. Oh my god. Wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, so I thought this was fine. We don't really have to talk about it except that I, what Wardlow was like really giving punk the rub in this promo. And I personally <laughs> was like, okay, well that may Wardlow. Yeah. I don't like saying this to you. Cause I love you. You're my sweet boy, but that does make you a little less sympathetic to me. I don't want to hear about it. <laughs> I know. Yeah. CM Punk's still on my list, so we don't need to flatter him. I am kind of excited for Wardlow to go for the TNT belt though. I think he'd be a great TNT champion and I love him getting out there and he was wearing a beautiful flowered shirt and looking handsome you know i'm excited about it i think that wardlow i hope he knows this is going to have the same issue that hangman had coming into like being the champ which is like when you get what you want Mm -hmm. then what's happening with you then what is the struggle then what are you trying to learn about yourself and how are you trying to learn and grow and I did feel a little bit in this promo like I didn't really get any hints about it and you know what could take some time it's fine I'm not being a bitch about it but I was a little bit like you gotta what do you stand for yeah we gotta there is that like you've come to a natural end of a story but the show keeps going so you've gotta like start your next thing and it's a new season baby yeah and I don't know that AEW has been doing like a job at it or like a great job with like their title holder stuff sometimes I do kind of feel like I'm like you guys have never talked to us about Buffy and it (laughs) you're not always thinking about the arcs the way we are get into our Buffy seminar (laughs) really (laughs) okay this is a scam idea for us we create a master class about plot and we Get Tony Khan to enroll the wrestlers in our master class. Do you think it can happen? Oh, yeah. I think we definitely have the reach to. Well, I, I think the stumbling block is that Tony so far refuses to an- answer any of our emails. So I don't know yeah, how we're going to get this master class invitation I to think, him. Maybe and we now- start a consulting company and then like approach Tony about our services. And then we say we charge $300 an hour and he's like, they must be good. Do you think it's going to be an impediment to our success with this con that last week we revealed that as a teacher, I love to gaslight my students? (laughs) (laughs) Disclaimer, I'm actually not a teacher anymore, and I did teach college students as a grad grad teacher. You can gaslight legal adults all day long. They need to learn about gaslighting, actually. I think that is actually a credential when it comes okay. to teaching wrestlers oh, because right. wrestlers are gaslighting us all the yes, time. Yes, exactly. That's their whole deal. So I think okay. the fact that you're an experienced gaslighter does nothing but improve your... That's perfect. And you're going to be leading the pitch meeting on that. Awesome. <laughs> Great. <laughs> so make a, make a note. That's on, that's on your list. Uh, okay, and then this is our last thing. So 
Tony is experiencing something I'm going to call Beltapalooza. He is like <laughs> fucking absolutely buckwild crazy for belts right now. So he has created another new belt called the All Atlantic Championship <laughs> Belt or something. And it is for, I guess, anyone. Uh, but right now it is kind of a multi-culty tourney that we're having so it's like a man from every country or they like, had their little flags next to yeah. them so it was like ethan page with the canadian flags and it's like oh canadians qualify for this and then i was thinking today i was like oh it's like an international belt and then i was like well maybe only americans have held like the world title belt and then i was like no kenny omega totally held that belt no it it i will say it's um it's comedically nonsensical so again as with many things i think we've talked about tonight I think it's crazy, but I'm not mad about it. I'm like, that's, <laughs> wh- that's yeah. whack as hell, but sure, why not? <laughs> it's, ab- it's absolutely insane. The fact that they called it the All-Atlantic Belt, but we'll be having the Japanese and Australians <laughs> competing. They, Tony, yeah. Tony, that's the Pacific, Tony. They're not in the Atlantic, but you Atlantic. could have named it anything. You could have named it whatever you wanted. You could have called it like the World Oceans Belt. Oh, <laughs> the Oceana Belt. Well, it's, then that, Yeah. It's going to be to the point where, like, everyone in the company just has a little belt that they carry around on their shoulder, like Adam Cole was this week, where it's like, here's a belt. I just have it. Like, no one ever challenges for it because okay. I want it. And- you have to admit, though, that my point from last week <laughs> was right, that when Adam Cole came out with that belt, he looked so calm like a horse <laughs> that has like a really good comfort goat assigned to it like it's yeah, just but like, that's, like wow, his, that that's really, not a plus though i don't his want adam cole to be calm i want well, him to be unhinged well Take then he was unhinged away. too but i just felt like he doesn't need to be unhinged all the time like he was kind of reaching a point where anytime you saw him you were like babe are you about to pop off like <laughs> let him have a moment's peace leah which he needs his blankie belt no, no. i will <laughs> never i will never allow that man to hold that owen belt without comment every single time i shall say you don't deserve that and you shouldn't have it well, I think I kind of like it at this point, because if I had to see Samoa Joe carrying around a belt, I'd be like, I don't know anything about you, and I don't <laughs> care about it. So if I prefer for Adam Cole to have his blankie belt, but I respect your opinion, and I respect this chamber, not of echoes, of dis- dis- dissent, this dissent chamber. This, Thank uh, you so much. <laughs> this, uh, what did they say about Lincoln, the Council of Rivals? <laughs> the- <laughs> God damn oh it. it would have been I good if to, I remembered the exact I had to hear so much about that team book in of college. Rivals. Team, team of, of rivals. rivals. I had to have quite a few flirtatious conversations about team of rivals <laughs> in, in, in order to get a boyfriend. Um, <laughs> the things you do in this world, am I right? Uh, so I think I was saying something else, but I don't know what it was. Uh, the first match for the All-Atlantic belt. Again, it really makes less than no sense. Was Buddy Matthews, Australian, <laughs> versus Pac, uh, I almost just said European. <laughs> he's actually from deep under the sea, so. <laughs> I know. Oh, my God. Yeah, the, he's from Atlantis. Atlantis. Atlantic. It, oh, maybe it I'm, does add up. I'm actually realizing right now. If as Pac I look wins at, the belt, it will. What I wrote in our schedule, yeah, he did win. I. That's good that you knew that because I was looking at this like, <laughs> who won this <laughs> This much also, it just made it so clear how Buddy is just a very demeaning name for a grown man. It's just, it's not appropriate. I don't think he should be calling himself that. 
it's not appropriate. It was a fine match. I believe it was for men. They were like pretty yoinked for it. It was for sure for men. There was some, was it a tweet or something someone brought to us where men were like, dicks out boys. <laughs> it's just like, <laughs> what are you, for this match? But it was. My the, dick is in, boy. The picture was like the pictures of Buddy Matthews and Pac where their abs are so cut. And I was like, yeah, it kind of adds up. It's kind of like a men's health magazine thing where I'm like, that is you what it like. men yeah. with your dicks out have like maybe a somewhat like not good relationship to body image that <laughs> is playing into your relationship then to Buddy Matthews and Pack. I don't know. I'm an armchair psychologist, but yeah. there's something happening there. I have one thing that I must say before we end this, uh, which is just that. Buddy Matthews does get an award. He is very clearly doing the best curl care of anyone <laughs> at AEW right now. Literally anyone. Because I actually, we got to review the women because I'm not thinking of like a real curly girl style women. But she could be no, there. No, there's, uh, there's just like Willow Nightingale. Like nobody who's like real. Oh, that we've seen a lot. Willow Nightingale, I'm, I'm going to reserve judgment. I hope we see her more and then I can weigh mm-hmm. in. But yeah. when... Buddy Matthews came out and was just wetly, like, oozing wetness (laughs) everywhere and leaning forward, and his curls were hanging in his face. Immediately, I was like, you squished a condition. You're doing the full curly girl method. You're using the three Mm -hmm. different layers of products. And I've seen your hair dry, and the results are very impressive. So I I wish that you would masterclass some of the other men backstage. Yeah, because some of them are trying to have beautiful curls and they're doing okay, but they could be, there's some room for improvement. And some of them are doing really bad. Let's say Mm -hmm. it. Also true. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? Let's just say it. Okay. Uh, Are we missing anything that anybody really wanted to talk about? I only want to say very briefly that Julia didn't have her eye thing. Julia had had two eyes. Yeah. She did. Her eye. Did joining them heal her eye? What did Malachi do to her eye? I don't know. What is the logic there? I don't know. And I hope that I hope (laughs) that they have some logic. She didn't even have she didn't even have like a bright blue eye or anything like Malachi does, right? No. Okay, wait, now I'm pissed. I don't like that. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. That's a lack of continuity. If I have Mm -hmm. to listen to a twenty minute entrance where they fumble around in the dark. They at least better keep their lore straight. <laughs> I also feel like her little outfit, I think she could be doing better with the goth look. I yeah, Right now it's kind of like, here. yeah, she's wearing like a black turtleneck. That's the only black thing she had in her closet. Well, so I think it's because she, I think inherently she is also a golden retriever. So it is very funny that Malachi yeah. Black keeps adopting golden retrievers. And it's like, <laughs> no, you're, you're a little goth boys. And they're like, we're not. They're like, you we're know, trying. And he's like, that's kind of slipknot. <laughs> it is the kind of behavior that like in a comic strip or not a com- in a comic book, I had a little wine in a comic <laughs> book. You would like realize that Malachi Black, the character is collecting golden retrievers. And it would be kind of like, oh, I stand. That <laughs> fucking freak loves golden retrievers. Hello. I love it. Uh, wow. Leah, thank you very much for that, for pointing that out. I'm going to get a good grade in podcasts, which is a normal <laughs> thing to want and possible mm-hmm. to achieve. Hey, Gold both star. Hey, both my co-hosts got an A plus tonight. And Aww. producer Marjorie, you get an A plus too. Wow. <laughs> Ladies, it's been a great night for podcasting. It's been a great night for feeling good. Uh, she could be gaslighting us, but it feels great. <laughs> you know what? I haven't said anything to you like, oh no, that assignment isn't due till next Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> you're actually, you're in the clear. 
I actually never said that I would send you guys comments on that piece. I'm afraid. <laughs> uh, I'm glad I'm not a teacher anymore. I've been Allie. I've been Ann. And I've been Leah. And this is Tunnel Talk. Our show is produced by Marjorie Voinovich. Our theme is by Chris Corkin. You can find us on Twitter at Tunnel Talk Pod, via email at tunneltalkpod at gmail.com. Please rate, review, and subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts if you want to. Uh, and come back next week. <laughs>